Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down a half cent at 4.56. March soybeans down four and a quarter at 12.53. March Chicago wheat up three cents at 6.17 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat up two at 5.79. March spring wheat is up two and three quarters at 4.79 and a half. Fund traders may hold their largest net long position in the corn market since 2012. Uh, At yesterday's close, it's estimated that funds were net long 307,000 contracts of corn. This would be the largest net long in the corn market uh, for the funds since September of 2012, if confirmed. Uh, For reference, the record net long in the corn market occurred in March 2011. It was about 409,000 contracts. Yesterday's CFTC report was uh, slightly different. It was accurate as of last Monday rather than last Tuesday. So uh, we had an extra day to account for in terms of of uh, private estimates and trying to estimate where the funds were at ye- at yesterday's close. But I've got the estimate at, at 307,000 in corn, which again is, is fairly substantial. Funds were estimated to be net long 188,000 contracts of soybeans at yesterday's close. That length has been decreased slightly as of late. It's still historically very large funds estimated to be net long a modest 3,000 contracts of SRW wheat at yesterday's close. So still some pretty hefty length here, especially in the corn market where we've seen some accelerated buying and uh, a streak of higher closes here uh, as of late. The port worker strike in Argentina could end today. News outlets are reporting that now uh, more than 140 vessels destined to ag- export ag products are being delayed because of the strike. Yesterday's reports indicated that employers had drastically increased their offers to labor unions. I think a, a 25% pay increase. I read 25 one place and 35 another place, but in any case, a big pay increase along with other incentives being offered. Argentina, of course, is the world's largest uh, exporter of soybean meal. They're expected to be the third largest corn exporter this year. So uh, this is this is a big deal. Uh, we hope this gets done today. Uh, d- disrupted trade flows, uh, typically not a good thing. Many key South American soybean growing areas will be drier than normal. According to this morning's forecast, you're going to see below normal rainfall between now and, and say, January 10th through that first week of January. And below normal doesn't mean <clears throat> we're going to be totally void of rainfall. As a matter of fact, most of Brazil will see anywhere from two to four inches of rain over the next 14 days. Argentina's rainfall will be slightly below normal, although rain's uh, not totally absent. Uh, we're going to start to see some more estimates from private groups ahead of the uh, January, I think it's on the 12th, the next USDA report. I know uh, uh, well-followed crop scout uh, Michael Cordonier, he left his production estimate for Brazil unchanged at, I think, 130 million metric tons this week. The U.S. dollar is on track for its worst monthly close since March of 2018. The dollar is under some pressure again today. There are a number of factors that have contributed to the decline here. I mean, the the big one that people would point to would be uh, this massive government stimulus or money printing, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, And I think the other thing is that you've got a lot of markets that are acting really well here and the dollar is is not necessarily attractive as a safe haven asset. You've got uh, investors a little bit more comfortable taking on risk in other markets like the equities or commodities or who knows what. Uh, The U.S. stock market did post all-time highs yesterday. The S&P, the Dow, and I think the NASDAQ all posted fresh all-time high closes. 
There are a couple of schools of thought in regard to why the stock market has done what it's done. Uh, the S&P is on track to gain 15% this year. And uh, we've rallied, what, 65 or 70% from those March lows. It's been an unbelievable swing. There are some people who believe that, you know, this rally in the equity markets has occurred because of all this government stimulus, money printing. There's more dollars out there. Um, the global money supply is much, much larger than it was at the beginning of the year. And, and more money is chasing the same amount of stocks, which is essentially inflation is, is what that is. Now, the other school of thought here would be that, you know, we've got a vaccine coming. Um, we've got an expectation for maybe a brighter uh, economy next year, um, better earnings uh, coming from some of these big companies. So it's, it's probably a little bit of both, but I, I definitely think that, that uh, the, the stimulus has something to do with it. Corn market uh, acted very well yesterday. Uh, fresh highs. Uh, the spreads continue to maintain strength. The March to July spreads trading a two cent inverse this morning. We've got a 29 cent inverse from July to next December. A little bit of trade chatter uh, surrounding the potential for U.S. ethanol exports to China. Uh, I haven't seen any anything uh, concrete regarding those rumors, but that would certainly be a shot in the arm for uh, the ethanol industry, which is eyeing some very poor margins in the first quarter. December 2021 corn is trading 425 this morning or 426. That's the best trade for a deferred December contract at this on this date in the calendar year since 2015. So it's it's not very often, at least over the last five, six years, that you see uh, new crop corn prices this good. And the same can be said for soybeans. Soybean market posted a downside key reversal yesterday. Trades marginally lower here this morning. Uh, the key reversal is just a technical indicator. It, it Sometimes you'll see a downside key reversal. You'll see follow-through selling. Other times you won't. Go back and find that YouTube video I did on the, on the uh, key reversal in the corn market from November 30th. In that instance, uh, we saw a downside key reversal in corn. Uh, We saw another couple days of selling pressure and then the rally resumed. So it doesn't uh, necessarily mean that the market has to top or, or has to go lower from here by any stretch. Wheat futures uh, failed yesterday. HRW futures went up and tested uh, some highs from a couple days ago and then finished the day sharply lower. We're marginally higher here this morning. Not a great action from a technical standpoint. Cattle futures were mostly higher yesterday. Not much in in terms of cash yet this week. We'll see what develops. Stock market is higher ahead of the... uh, uh, cash open. And again, that's following uh, all-time high closes yesterday. The Dow's up 136. S&P's up 18 points. Bonds are down a little bit. Uh, U.S. dollar is down uh, sharply. We have the crude oil up 56 cents in the February WTI 48.18. If you'd like some more information from me, as always, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, check out that subscription service. It's $49 a month. Build to your credit card. Cancel at absolutely any time. No other fee, no other obligation, no trading account required. Everyone have a great day. I'll talk to you a little bit later.